And again, it goes back to like creating your own life, like pour into yourself, get to know yourself really well. You got to work through that. those like limiting beliefs and everything while you're doing it. And it really will help you shine and just show up for other people. Welcome to the Creative Tax Podcast with Mike Brennan. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artists, makers, and content creators, where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at Mike Bone. And you can check out my work on my website, which is mikebrennan.me. I'd also love for you to be a part of our free online private Facebook group called Daily Creative Habit. It's for anyone who's creating anything who wants to show up more consistently for their creativity and craft. And I think that's you. So why don't you head on over to dailycreativehabit.com and join our group today. I look forward to seeing you there. For today's episode, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Kelly Chase, who I met at a recent conference from our friend Justin Schenk. Uh, He was actually my first guest on this podcast, if you go way, way back. And he's a good friend, and we had the opportunity to meet. And Kelly is a reality TV show star. Yes, you heard that right. She was on Netflix's Love is Blind. And she's so much more than that. She's a coach. She is a powerhouse. And we talk today about the importance of mindset. We explore what her journey looked like and how she really leaned into the idea of reinvention. Being on the show, being cast in a certain light, and then the show coming to a close, she had the opportunity to really parlay that into something more and figure out what comes next and how can she use the attention that she got from that show and continue now to lean in to help other people. And so we talk about what that looked like and just how creativity shows up in her life. I know you're going to enjoy this episode because she is a ray of light and just a joy to speak with. So without further ado, here is my creative chat with Kelly Chase. Well, Kelly, welcome to the Creative Chats podcast. Thanks so much for being here today. Hi. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to share all my life with you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This may be like several in a series. (laughs) We're just kidding. No, but thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm sure that you get a lot of questions regarding your, you know, uh, your connection to Love is Blind for, you know, your series on Netflix that that you were a part of. Um, And I know your story is so much bigger than that. And so I'm excited to talk to you about just some of those connection points and just how life has changed for you and how, um, how even reinvention has showed up for you, or maybe better said, you've chosen reinvention through some of these things. Um, so for anybody who's listening, who maybe isn't familiar with who you are and even what you do right now, uh, can you just give us like a little snapshot? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So my name is Kelly Chase. I was on the Netflix show, uh, love is blind season one. So it was aired February of 2020, right before, um, the pandemic, uh, began and, um, kind of became like a bigger thing than we thought it was going to be like world phenomenon. Um, so it was really such a cool experience to be a part of that show. Small little premise of it. We 
love is blind. So we met people behind a wall and like dated them behind the wall. We got engaged behind a wall. And then we were, you know, uh, revealed, spent time with them and, um, walked down an aisle at the end to, to say, I do, or I don't to a marriage. Um, I spoiler alert said no at the end. <laughs> I, was, I was one that uh, was a heartbreaker. Um, so I said, I don't at the end. Um, and that just led me down into a path of more self-discovery. Um, I think what a lot of us tend to do is we avoid feeling things. We don't even know that we're supposed to feel things, things like that. And when we're going through hard times and grievances, we tend to like avoid and pour our attention into something else versus like actually sitting with our feelings and uh, processing them. So it's kind of what I did after the show. My mind was in a lot of different places and I was like, Oh, I'm going to like get my coaching back together and like dive in, like go in all in on my business basically. Cause I, I was a health coach for like, um, probably five, yeah, five years at the time prior to, um, and then I started, you know, working with a business and mindset coach. And I realized a lot of things that were popping up for me, like a lot of like inner child wounds and past relationship wounds and just a lot of things. Right. Um, and so I just loved that so much. I started studying more and more of the mind and human behavior that I transitioned from like health coaching into just like a deeper version of that, um, which I refer to myself as a mindset coach. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, like a really big into self-love and um, self-worth. And so, yeah, I've just been coaching now, but in addition to, um, you know, having the show um, to open up a lot of opportunities for me, I have been able to, you know, launch my own podcast. I've been on multiple podcasts such as this, um, and social influencing content creation. I feel like I have five, six different jobs all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but I love what I do, you know, and I think that 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 was like the biggest thing. Um, I, you know, I worked multiple like corporate jobs and like nine to fives and, um, you know, not to say there's nothing wrong with it. If you love what you do, that's beautiful. While also I just discovered that there's so much more flexibility and freedom when you do work for yourself. I would say it's harder, it's more challenging, or it can be working for yourself, but I have found the balance in the the challenges and all the, you know, positives that come from it too. Yeah, yeah, so for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to rewind just a minute and talk a little bit about Love is Blind. So going into that, like, mm-hmm. I think most people if they knew the premise of the show a little bit, right? Uh, obviously you can't see something that's not in existence beforehand. So you don't have that vantage point, but what was it about that show that said in you like, yeah, that's something I want to be a part of. Yeah. So when they pitched the concept to me, two things. Um, one, I did think that it was like just a really neat idea. I was like, okay, immediately literally never seeing a person. I think that's such a cool concept. Um, well, also the second was more ego driven, um, because all of my friends prior to were always giving me a hard time saying, you know, like, Oh, Kelly, you keep dating these, like, you know, model looking guys that treat you like crap and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, like, they're, they're like, stop going for such like attractive men, basically, (laughs) 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 because none of them are working out for you. Right. Um, And I'm like, there's there's a whole cross section right now that we're listening and going, yeah, 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 I'm sure. I'm like, oh my God. And so, you know, but it's not like I was stuck with these 
jerks forever. It's like, you know, but I would, I pursue that type of person, I guess. And then I would realize pretty quickly that the personalities were not aligning for me. Um, however, with that said, yeah. So it was kind of like an ego thing. Like, well, I'm going to prove them that I can make an emotional connection with someone. And obviously I can't base it on looks because I won't see them. So it was a little bit about that too. <laughs> so yeah, but it was such a great concept. So I was very excited and eager to, to do it. Yeah. Was it difficult, like being a part of that and then afterwards having this sense? Because I'm sure, you know, like reality TV mm -hmm. is still scripted and still directed and edited a certain way. So, you know, while it's still you doing things and whatever, it's probably just spun a certain way and portrayed a certain way. Right. So what did you have issue with, like, after the show was over where you're like, hey, people are seeing me in this certain light and they think that they know me, but that's only like either a small part of me or what has been spun to suit the needs of the show? Right. Yeah, it was. So like I said, our show aired in 2020. We filmed it in uh, the fall of 2018. So there had been like a whole like year, 18 months pretty much that had gone by. Um, but yeah, when the show aired and like we didn't see a preview of the show. Like when it launched to the world, we got that was when we first got to see it too. So yeah. Um, I mean, granted, I am grateful for my edit. Um, because and when I say the word edit, like, yeah, they had to cut things, they had to splice things, you know, whatever. And they do, they have certain narratives for people. Um, so I'm grateful that my narrative, my edit was well done um granted yes it did give me a story that was not totally true and i hated that because i'm like oh my god because i was receiving messages like everyone was like team kenny and or team kelly and kenny for the longest time until the wedding when i said no because it, it really looked like a shock like we were like a solid couple and then it was like yeah no <laughs> not gonna do this um so I was receiving messages and, you know, comments on photos on social media and things like that. Like, you know, why, like, why you do my boy like that? You're going to die alone. Like mm -hmm. you're, you know, you're just like a terrible, like, you know, saying, using derogatory terms, that kind of thing. And I was just like, oh my God, like these people, like they literally think that what they see on TV is like the true story, everything to a T of what happened. And so again, doing, have done a lot of mindset work and self-love work. I, there were a couple of times, of course, you're going to get triggered. I'm a human, right? Like, mm -hmm. of course I would see some things and I would want to like retaliate and like respond in like a certain way. But most of the time I would hold my tongue and I would, if I chose to respond, I would literally just write, choose kindness. That's all I would respond with. Um, my friends, on the other hand, maybe they attacked and maybe they went after these people. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I tried to hold myself up with grace because that is who I am about and what I want to be. And I don't want to attract any negative energy. So for me to like do what I'm trying to preach people not to be, then, you know, it was kind of going against who I am. Um, but it did bother me. I mean, totally. I hated the fact that people thought like that because I was like, it's not true. Like we were both gonna say no at the altar like dang it like i was just pinned as like the bad guy um so it, it bothered me and yeah i mean still like some people like ask me questions and i'm like no it's fine like, i don't I, honestly i love talking about it and i love sharing my story but yeah i hated the fact that people out in this world think that i literally stood a guy up basically not stood him up but like rejected a guy on our wedding day like they're like you couldn't have like 
told him that beforehand. You humiliated him on, you know, on the altar. I'm like, y'all, if I could, I would have like done this sooner. <laughs> yeah. So, but, it, it was but <laughs> that doesn't necessarily make for great TV in the, the, exactly. the sooner, right? If there's the drama moment that's not there then. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it was, it, it was difficult for sure. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, in the heat of the moment when it's airing and everyone's seeing it and you're just getting this influx of messages and whatever, it's a lot, you know, but then, you know, now I'm like, okay, it's old news. Like, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I love the fact that, you know, we're talking about narrative and story here, right? So there's a certain narrative that was happening during the show and then the show ends and then you're left with, okay, what does life after the show look like? And mm -hmm. from what I've seen, you took that as the opportunity to go, okay, I'm taking charge of my own narrative here now. And yeah. I'm using that as the springboard to what comes next. Mm -hmm. uh, I would imagine there were people who were on that show and other shows like that, where they have that platform and then it's over and then that's it. It was kind yeah. of a flash in the pan and it wasn't used for anything further. Um, and so I, you know, I see in you that you, you want to use that as something more to go, okay, this was a moment where a spotlight was shined on me and now I want to be able to take that and run with that and help other people and do great work. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's awesome. Can you talk a little bit about like that transition and that reinvention? Like, was there an immediate point at which you said, okay, now this is what I think my life is going to look like. And this is what I'm, I'm going towards as a trajectory, or were you kind of trying to still figure that out for a little while? I think I was still trying to figure it out. I feel like we're always still trying to figure it out. True, true. <laughs> Even today, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> um, yes and no. Like I, I mean, again, I think I had started doing a lot of like this mindset work back in the end of 2018 and just learning and learning about like law of attraction, manifestation and things like that. And really, truly understanding that. And I would say like throughout, you know, I hired a handful of coaches and mentors and that type of thing. And last year in 2021, um, I hired a different mindset coach actually where not to say it had not been taught it had just not been taught to me in this way, or I hadn't fully understood it, I guess, until last year, um, as far as like really how the subconscious and conscious minds work. And so with that, now it's just opened up this whole, like, I don't like, given myself the opportunity. Cause I'm like, wow, it really is like the power of choice. Like, you know, with all the bull crap that's going on in the world, political and all the things it's like, yo, why get yourself your panties in a wad? Like there's, there's so much stuff that we have no control over, but there is one thing you do have control over. And that is your mind. And you can choose to be like disgruntled about something, or you can choose to be like, you know what? It is what it is. Let me go create my life. Yeah. No one can take that away from you. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of been like, uh, like I said, just like, I see like doors opening in different ways. However, with all that being said, although I've learned all, all of this and I've implemented it, there were still times like that transition. Um, you know, I had less than 10,000 followers prior to the show airing. And then I had close to 500,000 after it aired. So in a matter of like two months, my social media grew like that significantly. And I would say this, I mean, just in hindsight, I wish I had quote unquote rode the wave a lot better than I did. Um, not to say that I did anything wrong or, you know, but I don't like my engagement dropped a lot, which 
has messed with my head. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. just totally being transparent with you, it, it really has. Um, and not to say had I rode the wave, would my engagement still be up? I mean, my time on TV was then. I will be um, in another show. It's a completely different type of reality show um, in a few months. It's only going to be one episode, but still super grateful for my appearance that I'm going to get on that. Um, but I think just like, it's been kind of just like a balance of like being me and recognizing when I'm trying to please my audience, which has been like a really big, hard thing for me. Cause I'm a recovering slash still a people pleaser. <laughs> like, what do they want? But you know, it's like, I learned so much. I've been in this coaching industry for so long. So I've been trying to navigate basically like my coaching business in social influencing and what I have learned throughout is like with social influencing, your engagement highly matters. You know, brands want to pay you. They want you to be reaching a lot more people, right? Well, then in the coaching space, it's your engagement doesn't matter because you could be earn six figures off of six people. Like it doesn't matter. Right. So it's been kind of challenging to navigate. I won't, I won't lie in that regard, but it's, again, it's just kind of like going back to like the foundations of like, how I'm choosing to think every day. Like I could be like, Oh, my engagement dropped. What did I do wrong? Well, that's that like low vibrational energy, which is not helping you move the needle forward. So it's like, I'm doing everything right. It's just a stupid algorithm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. totally. So it's crazy. Yeah. And you know, know, there's a, there's a lot of people who are listening right now who probably are resonating with that because, you know, it's it's maybe visual artists or musicians or, or creatives in some type. And, and I believe everybody's creative uh, personally. Totally, yes. And they're thinking, I make my thing and I put it out there and either it's crickets or it just seems to be all over the map. And mm-hmm. that tendency and that, that um, temptation to want to play to the crowd to say, well, this is the thing that seemed to move the needle a little bit. So maybe if I just do more of that and yet then not really being true to who they are maybe, or the things that really they're passionate about, um, that can be a very tough spot to navigate. Um, so I'm glad that you shed light on that, even just in your context to say, you know, Yeah. yeah, this is something that I think all of us to some degree deal with. It's normal. It's part of the journey, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know, and I get kind of going into like my coaching mindset. I'm just, I'm very, I've become very, uh, I don't know what to say, like expansive. I want to use that word. Um, Like, I feel like I help people see outside of the box sometimes. So like I was talking to some girl like on Facebook, I think one day and she's like, yeah, I want to, you know, I'm not really making the income I would like, but I would like to be, you know, a like a professional stand-up comedian and blah, 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 blah. And I, and I asked her, I said, are you using your social media for comedy? And she was like, no, I'm not. And I said, well, (laughs) (laughs) that would be an opportunity for you. I was like, you have free platforms. You don't have to pay a dime. All you gotta do is create some videos, some short video content reels, like reels are super popular right now. I was like, however, we can encourage that all day. But again, it goes to the mindset work of like, well, are people going to laugh at me? Are people going to judge me? Are people going to like, you know, am I going to look like a failure? It goes into our own subconscious programming as to why we aren't taking these actions, you know? So I was trying to help give her that little, like, girl, just start showing up, just start doing it. And people, the, your right people are going to flock to you. I mean, that's it. 
I mean, I feel like, like, although my engagement drops and I lose followers sometimes, like, I'm like, great. Like that's just weeding out the people that I don't want on my page anyways, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you used a phrase a little bit ago and, and I love that, that you said it was creating your own life. And obviously yeah. this being a creative podcast and talking about that, I think a lot of people miss that thought. They think so much about creativity in terms of what they're producing, yeah. you know, if it's whatever the work looks like and whatever their the creative expression looks like, but not necessarily like in terms of, oh, actually my whole life, like holistically, yes. my relationships, my work, my rest time, my environment that I live in or work in and all those kind of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is it that, helps shape that for you? Like, are are there practices or things that that you put into play that keep that before you to go be intentional about those things? Yeah. So pretty much every morning, most every morning I practice a concept that I learned from a book called the miracle morning. Um, Mm -hmm. it's the lifesavers concept. It's the savers acronym. Um, and I do, I, I meditate, I write out and listen to affirmations. I listen to a guided visualization every day. Um, I read per, like pages of a personal development or self-help book and then um, exercise. I move my body in some way that usually looks like going for a walk outside because I feel like nature is like my, my spiritual, you know, my church. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I read and then I will journal um, and I journal if I and there are some days I have total resistance. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do any of this, you know, but I know I don't feel well. I don't, I feel really off. My brain doesn't feel right. Um, without doing those things. And like, I just went to the beach. I did bring my journal with me. Um, but I didn't necessarily do like the whole, you know, the whole thing, the whole routine every single day, but I did try and like journal a couple of days, even if it was just three things I was grateful for. Usually that's what I'll start with. Like three things I'm grateful for. And then I usually just start free writing from there. Like some, some thought will come up and I'll just write it. Like it doesn't, doesn't matter. It, it doesn't even have to make sense, you know, but it just helps to release the thoughts out of your head. And a lot of people are like, oh, I, I carry like a mental journal. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. And it's creating a lot of chaos in your head too. Right. Like, I'm not saying like you have to journal, but I promise it really is so helpful to do. I mean, I've been doing this stuff since 2018. That's when I read the book. So for four years, I've been doing this. And like I said, it just, it helps me show up better for other people too, because I'm one, I do it first thing in the morning. I'm pouring into myself first thing. If we're immediately jumping to our phone, social media, calling a friend, like whatever, or, you know, oh, I'm sure a lot of creatives, maybe you're not necessarily financially where you want to be yet. Maybe you do have another job and you're like hitting that snooze button, getting straight to the shower and going to, to your work. You know, you're constantly just pouring yourself into other people from like the moment you wake up. And so that is what I've done is not done that because I did that for years. I mean, I, like I said, I just started in 2018. So now I pour into myself first thing and that meditation, the visualization, the just being still with my own thoughts allows me to, okay, like this isn't serving me today. How can I do this differently? Maybe how do I need to shift this? What is going to create more ease and flow into my life today? Is it reducing a, a price on a program? Is it creating a reel? Is it, you know, call just going for a walk and just disconnecting for a little bit when I get really flustered, like it doesn't matter, but that's how I am able to get so connected to myself, pour into myself. And then I'm able to pour into a lot of people and my work so much more easily. And it doesn't like, 
I know it's a thing where like life is hard. Life is so challenging. And the more that we say thoughts like that, the more we're going to get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's like, literally, that's the power of our conscious and subconscious mind at work. It's the more that we consciously say things or when we consciously say, we're not even conscious that we're saying it sometimes. Like we just don't even know. But the more that we say those things, it's like, oh, this is hard. This is daunting. But okay, well, there's always a different way. There's always an easier way to do things. So if you don't like it, shift it. You know, people get stuck at corporate, you know, at, at like careers, at jobs. And I'm like, okay, you don't like it, leave. No one's holding you to that job. They can easily fire you tomorrow. <laughs> like, right. You know, like why you have one life? Why are you sitting somewhere that you hate going to every day? Well, I got to know you have a limited mindset. That's all that is. So I'm here to expand you. Let's take you outside of the box. You could create this. You could go get a job. There's someone else out there that is going to pay you the same and giving you a little bit more time or location freedom. There's someone out there that's going to pay you more, also giving you more time and location freedom. It's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So you got to gotta create, you got to just start thinking outside the box. And like I said, that routine that I practice every day helps me to get really centered and be like, oh, like if we just sit with ourselves, like we get channels, we get downloads from God's source universe. Like, oh, maybe you could do this. Maybe you could do this. But if you're constantly just like, go, 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 do, do, do all the time, you never have time to think. <laughs> yep. So you, you're not receiving those downloads or you get them, but like, you're so busy. You don't pay attention to these signs that you're literally receiving from the universe. So if you could just give yourself, even if it's 10 minutes every morning or even at nighttime, give yourself that time to just be with yourself. I swear a lot more things will start coming into you and you'll be like, oh, maybe I could do that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. I think margin is something that is sorely missing for most of our lives. And yet that's the place where we have a lot of discovery and Mm -hmm. moments where we can receive and then we kind of wonder why we feel disjointed and not aligned so often is because we're just doing and going and going yeah. um, and then taking that time to to be still and even just to get to know yourself better. Exactly. I, think, I don't think that's championed enough or talked about enough uh, yeah. today um, because I think part of that sounds selfish, right? Like yes. somebody's like, well, well, you know, come on. I mean, there's things to do. There's people to care for. There's other people like, why are you going to spend so much time on yourself? But I love how you said it in that, you know, when you care for yourself, when you learn how to do that, then you can show up for other people better because you're showing up as you really need to be and who you truly are. And if you don't do that work, then you don't know who you truly are. And you're, you're probably not operating the way that you need to be, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And I know this is a very used analogy, but you know, in the self-care space, self-love space, it's like the analogy is, you know, putting your at the, you know, when you're on a plane, they tell you, put your face, you know, put your ox- oxygen mask on first, then you put it on your child or whoever is sitting next to you. Like that, it's the same thing. You got to take care of you first so that you can show up better for other people. I mean, there's, I know so many women that I talk to on a regular basis also like, you know, they get mom guilt moms yep. in particular i know there's no like i need no i watched my mother wake up at 4 a.m and go work out before she took us to school every day i mean maybe my mom is a different breed but like my mom had boundaries and that is all that's all it is like implement the boundaries have the respect for yourself that you want others to have for you yeah you know yeah for sure 
So I'd love to ask you in all the things that you, you've done and have been doing and, and as far as coaching and as far as, you know, helping other people that front and then the social influence front and the, the reality TV stuff, what's something that you've yet to do that you would love to do? Um, have my own talk show. <laughs> like I'm podcast wise is great. Maybe it'll only be a podcast and maybe I'll just do a podcast. Um, but I don't know, like have my own show of some sort. Mm. I think that would be awesome. I don't know what it looks like yet, but I don't know. I, a talk show has just always come up when someone has asked me that I'm like a talk show, like an Ellen DeGeneres, Kelly Clarkson. I don't know. Just want to do something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you heard it here first. So when you make it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. But, but yeah, outside of that, I'm not really sure. Um, haven't done done yet. I haven't actually gotten married yet. I would like to do that at some point. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Fall in love. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. So uh, what is it that actually like is the thing that gets you up in the morning and says, you know, this is what makes me want to get out into my day and, and gives you the most meaning and, and purpose and significance? Yeah. Um, a couple of things, I think, I mean, one being that I, I know that I'm, you know, I was, I was born into this world to shine my light and do great things. And if I can help just one person every day, then I've helped 365 people, you know? Um, so whether that's, like I said, I mean, if it's a inspiring post on social media, or if it's just answering one email with a smiling face and that smiling face just brightens someone's day, you know, it's like, I know that I'm worthy to, I'm worthy of all I'm wanting. And again, it goes back to like creating your own life, like pour into yourself, get to know yourself really well. You got to work through that. those like limiting beliefs and everything while you're doing it. And it really will help you shine and just show up for other people. So, and just like, Again, some people can say, oh, it's like selfish. Like, oh, you can create like whatever. I'm like, yeah, I can. I like my mom, you know, my parents love them to death, but sometimes they roll their eyes or scoff at me when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a multimillionaire. And they're like, okay, like in what life? Can't, like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, but I'm working towards it. Like if it doesn't happen in this life, that's okay. At least I can say I've done my best, you know, I've done my best to leave my mark on this world. And, you know, it's not you know, a limiting, biggest limiting belief is like, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. And it's like, no, but it does buy the experiences that bring joy to a lot of people's faces. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that, and then uh, secondly, I mean, my family, like I really just, my family dynamic, I, I keep telling my dad, I want to take him on a deep sea fishing trip. I've been telling him that for like five years and I'm just like not ready financially yet myself. And I'm like, but when I do like these, like, I can't wait for that day, you know? So yeah. it's like, there's my, for me and my family, that's why I'm doing this. And my future, you know, my, my future kids and family and everything too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we should that's all cool. do things for ourselves. Like I said, it's not selfish. Like you mm -hmm. want this, like just go after it. Yeah. For sure. And when you're, again, it's like when you're showing up as the best version of yourself, then everybody wins. Mm -hmm. you know? And that's yeah. not a selfish thing. That's just, that's a healthy thing. Yeah, you know? it is. It is. Cause if you're, I mean, like I have a situation going on where I just have to 
like one of the things that I've learned or that I've learned over the last year is, um, you know, one of our, so we have like senses, you know, like our touch, taste, smell, whatever. And those are like key identifiers to like how we live our life, you know, like obviously like a fire is hot, we're not going to go touch it, you know, that kind of thing. Well, also there are mental faculties that if we master these mental faculties, then we really have mastered like emotional intelligence and we can really show up as our best selves. One of those mental faculties is perspective. And if we can really be in on a conversation and hold space for every single person's perspective, no one's wrong. Everybody's right. You have your perception, your perspective on things. That's the way you think. That's the way you feel about a situation. Why am I going to argue what you feel? So, or what you're thinking, what your opinion is. So if you can really hold space for that, you really are going to soar in life. So in my situation, I have been, you know, going on right now, there's a few people that all have, we all have our own perspective. And if we could just listen, just be like, okay, like I acknowledge that this is how I feel. <laughs> it's not, well, you're wrong. And, and that just creates more chaos and hate and negativity mm-hmm. in this world. And that's why, you know, the world isn't shambles for what it is in because everybody's got their own perspective and perception on life and everything. And so like, that is like one of the biggest things that if we can learn how to do that and just, you just learn, learn to live a lot more peacefully because you're like, okay, cool. Like, thanks for sharing your perspective with me. Yeah. That's it. You know, like, why do we bog ourselves down with so much bull crap? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's practicing empathy too. Yes. And, and yeah. holding space wow. for, you know, what, when I've, what I've seen is that <clears throat> the times when I'm more successful to be able to do that and I am able to make somebody feel seen and heard, even if I don't necessarily completely understand or completely agree, yeah. just being able to offer that to somebody can make all the difference. And um, that can open up relationship and conversation and opportunities and things like nothing else that I've experienced. Absolutely. It can. Absolutely. And like I said, like that, just holding, having that perspective of people, it's like, okay, like you acknowledge, you acknowledge your feelings, you know, whether it's bad or good, you know, whatever they're feeling that moment, like, okay, like I hear you, like you you have experienced this in life and I can't take that away from you. I'm not going to take that away from you. And I see you, I hear you, you know, and I feel like a lot of, like you mentioned, like everyone is a creator. And mm-hmm. um, I love the fact that someone like yourself too, like I wish, I mean, I wish I was as creative. I'm like, looking at all your beautiful paintings back there. I'm like, I wish that I was like that. I can be. But it's funny when I was working so much, like this was pre 2018. I mean, I worked multiple jobs doing more, like it was more like the unfulfilling things that I was just make like for paychecks. Let's put that, right? Being practical and responsible. Yeah, being practical, responsible, just to, to make ends meet. And that's pretty much what I was doing. And it's like, I was, but never financially really getting ahead. But also where I found myself is, you know, I wasn't creative. Like, sure, I was creative in other ways if you could look at it in a different way, but I was not creative artistically. I was not tapping into anything that I used to love to do. 
drawing with markers, crayons, plant colored pencils, you know, anything, music, singing, dancing. I like stopped listening. You know, it was like, what is my creativity? And so like, that was like a really stunted um, part of who I was for a really long time. Or, and you know, like, yeah, maybe I'm like creating like emails at work to send out about, whatever, you know, like there's a different part of creativity, but like the stuff that really like feel, feeds your soul. I was very disconnected from for a very long time. And like, like I said, and now I get to, I get to create that, like, you know, and tap into that. Like, okay, Kelly, you feel a little like flustered today. Maybe you just need to like go draw for a little while, whether it, it doesn't even have to look like anything. Cause it probably won't. Cause I'm not that artistic, <laughs> but it's cool to just, you know, have that more creative outlet and just keep tapping into that is what I'm trying to say to your audience is like just keep going with that creative outlet and expand yourself into like okay well how can I what what can I be doing with this art that is going to really feed my soul today Mm -hmm. and like or how can I make it um make more people see it make myself become more seen and heard. And I know a lot of people don't want to be seen and heard, but they do secretly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's just so much opportunity out there. So (laughs) it's true. You know, and I, I love that you're, you're talking about just how creativity can show up for you and how you have to choose that too. Um, I talk about this all the time in my podcast and my listeners are probably sick of hearing this a little bit, but (laughs) you know, I had this break where I had 10 years where I didn't do any art whatsoever and it really messed me up. And mm-hmm. uh, ultimately that and a couple of life circumstances led me to depression. And it wasn't until that and kind of rock bottom and some things that it brought me back to going, I need to get this back in my life because it brought me joy at one point. Yeah. And it wasn't about clients and it wasn't about committees and it wasn't about any other kind of constraints, but just simply because it made me happy. Right. And that's so valuable. Yeah. And it's not always, let me turn this into a side hustle. Let me turn this into something else that, you know, I have to always put on social media. Let me put it, it, so many times. It's just, this is for me. This is where it needs to start. It's just for me because it, it brings me joy. It makes me feel alive. Yeah. And, you know, I had to question and go, is it even possible to come back to that place after being away for so long? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and thankfully I found out the answer was yes. And, you know, I've been doing something, a drawing or painting every day for the past 10 plus years now. Mm. And so that process, that journey has led me to finding more about myself, finding my voice, my style, showing up for different opportunities, growing as a person and as a creative person. Um, and all those things have effect, like we were just talking about on the people around me and how I show up in the world. And even this podcast wouldn't have been a thing, you know, because there's so many things that you just don't know what something might lead to when you, when you prioritize for your own health and your own creativity and decide that, yes, you are going to show up regardless of the fact that you don't know what this is necessarily going to look like. Maybe it's a one and done, or maybe it's a bridge to something else. And um, I love hearing that in your own story as well. Mm-hmm. That as you showed up for these things, there's, I mean, all of us, we have that, this morphs into that. And then yeah. there's something else, another opportunity comes that we would never have imagined nor planned for, but here it is. And yeah. what do we do with it? You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, 
another beautiful thing about, you know, just being so in your zone of creation, that is when you're in your most present moment. And like, well, we have, all we have is the now, right? So if we're constantly caught up in like, okay, well, what do I need to do next? What do I need to do next? We're never in that present moment. So that's why I've been, I love the fact that I'm able to like tap into that creative side of me now. And again, it may be like creating a reel or something like that. Cause that's what I do. But, um, you know, but I'm so radically present mm-hmm. and like, that's just the beauty of it. And like that one step is creating so much joy and peace within. And like, you are just like, you're so, you are your most authentic self in that moment. Yep. I think it's so cool. Yeah. 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 So you mentioned some like drawing and some singing and some other things. Are there places where you try to inject that on a more regular basis now these days? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I love karaoke. Um, I will sing in my house or whatever. I'm not, it doesn't matter if you're good or not. I, you know, it's just like an outlet for me, but um, I don't do it on a too regular basis. Honestly. Um, I think, like I said, I feel like my creativity has now tapped into like creating the video, the short video content um, for social media and stuff. But you know, like I was back in May, uh, took my sister for her birthday to like one of those like sip and strokes kind of like mm-hmm. places, yep. like the classes. Um, and I was so fun. I love doing that. I have like, I've done a handful of those over the years. So I literally, those, that's my art in my house is like my painting, uh, painting from there. But um, yeah, it's here and there, you know, I don't do it on a regular basis, but I need to, <laughs> I want <Yes>. to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I will. You know, sometimes you'll catch me doing car karaoke on my Instagram stories. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> nice. It's fun. It allows people to like just see the real you too. So, yeah, but it's just you doing what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes yeah. that gives other people freedom too to say, yeah. you know what? If she can do it, then so can I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I see like friends of mine in the like coaching space. They're all like dancing on their Instagrams all the time. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's just fun. It's liberating sometimes. Totally, totally. So is there anything right now that you're, you've been um, thinking about that is a really helpful resource that may be helpful for somebody else right now? Like whether it's a book, a podcast or, or something else, and even specifically around the mindset piece, because I think that's, that's something that regardless of how somebody shows up and what their creative expression is, that we all need to work on that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll name a few, a couple of books that have like really just changed a lot and like just the way that my brain works now. Um, so the four agreements have been like one of my stable books. Um, the four agreements by Dom Miguel Ruiz. Um, it's a short read, but literally if you like live your life by these four agreements, like you're just going to live, live in so much harmony. Um, And it's one of those books you read ever so often, like every six months or once a year or something like that, because you will hear a different message every time you'll like one of the four agreements will really resonate the first time. And then the next time it'll be a different four agreement, or you'll pick up a completely, you'll read a sentence and be like, I didn't even read this the first four times. (laughs) Um, so it's just really neat book like that, but also, um, the game of life and how to play it that also, it just helps you to like shift the way that you're thinking about things. Um, while also thinking grow rich is a really Mm -hmm. good 
mindset book as well. Um, I have so many mindset books. Oh my God. Um, but yeah. And then like a Robert Kiyosaki, like rich dad, poor dad helps you to like the money mindset. I think we all have money mindset is such a big part of like my coaching too, because we, we are, a lot of us are thinking more from a lack mindset, um, scarcity, scarcity and lack mindset. And we just, we aren't even aware of these things. So that's the whole thing about mindset stuff. It's like, it's just bringing awareness to thoughts that are pretty much lodged in your subconscious mind that are creating the behaviors, giving you the results that you may or may not be wanting every day. Mm-hmm. So it's bringing awareness to it. And it's like, whoa, okay. So, and a lot of these books usually have, you know, journal prompts or, you know, at least just something to be, for you to be like, huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Helps you go a little deeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So in terms of your coaching, who is it that is your perfect, you know, avatar, if you will, the perfect person you're trying to reach? Yeah. Um, honestly, like single female entrepreneur is usually it. Cause I'm still single, but I've done a lot of work around like love dating relationships and like attracting the right type of person into your life, uh, while also helping people to like launch and grow their online businesses. Um, I say online cause that gives you the most freedom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, pretty much that. I mean, I will ever once in a while, I guess, like work with a work with gentlemen, but mostly, I mean, my following on social media is like 95% women. So Mm-hmm. Pretty much speak to the, speak to that population. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, female female entrepreneurs. What you know, and it doesn't matter what you're, whatever you're doing. I mean, obviously, I'm a coach, so I can probably help in the coaching space a lot deeper. But I mean, in regards to everything else, like I said, I was talking to this comedian. I'm like, here, I just help. I just want women to like really see their worth and their value, and help expand them into like their business, and like mm-hmm. really not be afraid to play really big in this yeah. life, I'm, you know? Yeah. 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 So if somebody's listening right now and they're thinking, you know, Hey, I need to get around Kelly Moore and I need to make sure that I connect with her. Maybe they want to hire you for coaching or just get in your stream of what you're putting out there in the world. Where can people go to find you? Yeah. So Instagram it's at chase life with Kelly. I have, I mean, I show up there like every day. So <laughs> we become besties. Um, yeah. Chase life is going on Instagram. And then my podcast is also chase life with Kelly. It's you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, Google podcast. It's like everywhere. So yeah, awesome. I've had amazing, amazing guests on there too, that have shared a lot of their stories as well. And it's just very enlightening. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Would love to welcome, welcome over. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I just want to thank you for our time today because, um, your, your joy and your light is evident. And, um, I'm glad that we got to, to connect on a deeper level than just when we met previously at a conference. Um, and just yeah. to explore your story a little bit more. I just thank you for showing up as you do. Well, thank you. Thanks for allowing me to giving me this opportunity to do that for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So I encourage everyone go follow Kelly and subscribe to her podcast. You're listening to a podcast right now. So obviously you listen. And so one more that would be encouraging to her and you as well. So uh, again, Kelly, thank you so much for our time today. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Mike. (laughs) Thanks for listening today. I'd appreciate if you would subscribe leave a rating and a review. It really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others.